Welcome, weary travelers. You are just in time for another episode of the For Crits and Giggles podcast. I'm Kieran Bennett, your dungeon master for this tale, and your brave heroes this evening are Aguila Newman. Hello, it's me again. Sam Clark. My name is Podcast. And Nick Charles. <laughs> hey, everyone. Sam, I felt really attacked by your little intro there. Are you making fun of my <laughs> podcast <laughs> intro voice or, or what? It's right. You're just acknowledging your heritage for being from Texas, and that is okay. Mm. Well, that it, it caused me physical pain. <laughs> I am not, not from Texas. Here. I know. Oh my God. No, Ooh, let's stay away from there. <laughs> oh my glasses, they're, they're, they're steaming up. Oh my God. <laughs> We are for Crits and Giggles. We're a fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons real play podcast. Uh, we play D&D, then we record it, and then we listen to it. Wait, no, you listen to it. I mean, I guess technically we also listen to it as <laughs> Silly well. Silly <laughs> My bad. I don't know how podcasts work. Um, uh, yeah, so we're going we're gonna to jump straight into it. Sam. That's my name. You can tell me your name, which is a great feat. But the true test of a man. Can you tell me what happened last week? We joined our trio of lovable but dysfunctional rogues back at the High Northern Temple of Vichma as they engaged in a little downtime. Mr. Baharush made notes and sharpened his sword, Arizu hit the clubs, and Hakim drowned himself and made sacrifices to the drowned aspect of Vichma. A pleasant afternoon all around. We later saw our semi-heroic trio engage in a training exercise against the equally edgy team of Shazmore, Gar, and Glorb. Despite some fierce competition, our spooky lads were triumphant. Shazmore congratulated Mr. Baharush on the win, while Hakim and Glorb left to do um, something else. Our tale came to a close as our heroes witnessed Shazmore's team returning to the temple. It was not, however, under the best of circumstances. Glorb had sustained a mortal wound, and for the first time in many thousands of years, a disciple of Vichma had passed from the mortal realm. And now for the next episode of Spooky for Crits and Giggles. So we join the three of you as you're uh, all decked out in your kit, full adventuring gear, cloaks, weapons, armor and all, uh, and you are very rapidly walking down uh, a corridor towards Seer Nori's room. Uh, it's probably been about a week or so since the death of Glorb uh, in, in, the, in the middle of the temple. So, you know, the mood is, the mood is not great. Uh, the mood is not great and Seer Nori has called you to her room telling you that something horrific has arrived in the world a creature known as a Sinfalath which is a horrific murdering creature so you arrive in her room and uh, and she's she's sitting there uh, and there's like a little kind of fire in front of her candles and incense and and little bells and her her hair is all the way out to here and and she's got her her blindfold on and uh, and she kind of uh, waves for you to come in and and, uh, and she says Thank you, thank you for for coming on on so quickly, so quickly. We have much we have much to discuss before you before you head down. I like what you've done with your hair. <laughs> Hackham flattery will get you literally nothing in the eyes of death. Hackham's heart is only half in it. He's looking kind of withered after uh, after a week. 
and uh, and so so she kind of invites you to uh, to sit down, and then she throws us uh, some like some dust in the fire, uh, and a vis- a visage of a creature appears in the fire uh a a sort of tall muscular creature uh with uh these large bat-like wings and an enormous uh skull and bone mask covering its face like almost like fused into its face and a a row of of horrible bone-like spines running down its chest uh, and Sirenori says, A Sinfalath, a horned soul eater, has broken into this world from Murgos, the bloody steps. They are vicious, truly, truly vicious. These these abominations were created by Asgoral before the other gods could chain him, and they seem to spend their days now trying to reach our world and commit slaughter in his name. Uh, as uncomfortable as it makes me murder is not an uncommon concept to Vichma but uh, the murder caused by this creature will be on a scale unseen for hundreds if not thousands of years any known weaknesses? known weaknesses uh, she kind of looks at your weapons the, the common ones unfortunately nothing in particular can stop this creature other than steel and fire and I, and I don't mean fire specifically like the previous time. I mean, just fire is like a but general Harush concept. was quickly scribbling down his notebook and then oh, I just crossed it out real quick again. And where is it? It is in the city of Marvaleth to the south in the Gorgelands, uh, a place of ill repute, to say the very least. There's a tiny smile on, uh, on Hackham's face. Oh, I know the Gorgelands. Yes, yes, I, I, I assumed you might. And I would assume that someone of your reputation, your history, would have been to Marvaraleth before. <laughs> and she's kind of like really chuckling to herself. She found it very amusing. Okay, so, look, as confident as I am in me and Mr. Baharush's skills, <laughs> are we really expected to take this thing down by ourselves? And she, she holds up one very bony finger and she says... Arizu just gives him a real mean glare in the time. <laughs> Excuse me? I love how it took him 20 seconds to realize he was being insulted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she holds up one, like, bony finger and she says, There is one piece of good news. It would appear... This is according to our sources. When the Sinfalath fell into Ianus, when it broke through into our world, it was damaged. One of its horns was broken off in the travel, and you now notice that the Sinfalath has two sort of very majestic-looking sort of curved ivory horns on the top of its head. Uh, and, uh, and she continues, One of its horns was broken in the travel. These horns are a key component to this creature's power. Its power, its strength is lessened. If you can find this creature before it locates its other horn and makes itself whole again, perhaps, perhaps you may have a chance. Perhaps, perhaps we may not have another team down. And she kind of... Uh, looks a little bit sad for a moment and then sort of oh uh, well, Hackham's he- whoa 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 is this what killed Glow? no 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 uh, uh, just 
and she she kind of like she almost seems to kind of like drop her like her her seer kind of act persona for for like just a moment and she kind of like looks not at you because she is blind and she can't really see but she kind of looks like just kind of beyond your shoulder it's a little unsettling uh and she says i am unwilling to allow you to take too many risks at this point i i wish i could stack the deck further in your favor we get it if we die we die right hopefully not but and then she but shrugs. probably but yes probably probably so let's say we find this horn right what yes. do we do with it? Do we destroy it, or can we use it against this creature? Oh my god, who cares, mate? Good question, Reese. Shut it. This is, yes, this is this. That was a that was a good question. That was a good question. If you say so. Don't make me come up there. I would highly advise against allowing this horn to come in contact with the Sinfalath. Should it manage to get the horn in its possession, its power would increase immensely. Uh, we, one of our contacts in Mavaraleth, Morn, an elvish baker, he has some connections. He may be able to tell you where the horn is located, or, or perhaps point you in the direction of someone who does know where it is. And he, he would be a good starting point. Hakim just looks at Mr. Baharish. You know what, Hakim? You're a dick. <laughs> that wasn't an insult. I was just... A- I was looking to our leader for, for guidance. No, I just don't like saying it. <laughs> okay, boys, let's roll out. Let's get out of here. Um, Hackham turns into a Lamborghini and goes out. <laughs> uh, he turns into a gun. Baharush leaves them out um, oh, you're into right. the we courtyard. We would be Decepticons, though, wouldn't we? <laughs> yeah, come on. Um, and he looks at uh, Arizu and he says... If you please. Thank you, friend. Starts walking. No. What? We've got to go all the way south. <laughs> Come what? on. We're not going to walk there, are we? Oh, and he gives oh you a pointed okay. Look. Well, apparently my cloak can make me fly. <laughs> so how about that? What is happening? There you go. <laughs> how does one cloak take all of us? That's up to him to decide. But it does it. Yeah, it's a magic carpet cloak. Tell me how it does it. Um, so the cloak kind of lifts up above um, my head and then turns into, it splits in half and turns into propellers and then starts. Oh, <laughs> 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 That's the fucking dumbest thing I've ever heard. I fucking love it. <laughs> and then the others just have to um, grab to on. To hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Hackham begrudgingly walks over and uh, like, as you like, wraps an arm around like the the gnome he's like i always forget how dumb your cape is <laughs> well, would you like to walk heckham just kind of squeezes a little tighter and doesn't say anything <laughs> reese I, I, I think your cape's useful just thank like you. its odor thank you baharish uh the the cloak with a with a mighty thwip 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 noise uh flies away and uh, and through through magical means you know it doesn't just like cruise along at a normal speed it's it's quite fast um and uh in in a, in a matter of uh, of of hours you are uh, approaching over uh the mighty city of Cranoth uh to the south which guards the southern the southern border and you are now in the gorge lands and you then begin to cruise downwards towards the uh, the black city of Mar Varaleth, which is a, a, a port town of very ill repute. Uh, many uh, 
many, uh, <clears throat> shall we say, less than reputable items pass through the docks here. Uh, you know, it's a very dark place. Uh, you know, some say some say it's always raining. Uh, and those people? Actually correct. It is always raining in Mar Verileth. It's really unfortunate. It's a curse. It's literally, It's actually a curse. The, the city of Mar Verileth is quite wet. Uh, and so... As they, as they pass over, Hagen's uh, like, God, I love that town. And so you guys drift down uh, kind of over the, the main square. You know, every, everyone in the city has their head down, minding their own business, uh, looking down at the, at the, at the wet cobblestones. And you, uh, you drift downwards in front of a, in front of a, a, a storefront that, uh, that says in rather grimy-looking writing, Mourn's Bread. And somehow even just that very simple sentence seems like a sneering challenge. It's not a, it's not a welcoming sign. It's just Mourn's Bread, open bracket, what of it, bitch, close bracket. <laughs> What do you do? We uh, knock at well, but Harush will knock at the door. Morn. All right, you uh, you see knock on the door and you call and you you hear uh, you hear this gruff kind of voice uh, say uh, say on the other side, "Who's there?" Uh, priests from the Temple of Vichmar. We're here to take care of the sinful land. Uh, a little slot kind of opens uh, in the door, and the, this uh, pair of very wrinkled, beady kind of eyes poke out, uh, and you. Uh, they sort of like look you up over, look you up and down, and he goes, huh, well, I guess you're right. And he opens the door, and uh, uh, on the other side of this door is possibly the widest-looking elf you've ever seen. Like, he, honestly, if someone had told you that he that he was a dwarf, it, it would seem about as likely. Uh, this guy is real thick-looking, real wide, very hairy, very wrinkled, very old, nothing like any elf you've ever seen before uh, and he's got like this dirty flower stained apron uh, and these kind of big thick black boots and he and he opens the door and then he kind of peers out as though like someone's waiting to mug him or something and then he quickly kind of waves you inside and you uh, I, assume you, I assume you go inside yep yep alright so you're so you're inside and uh, and uh, and you kind of sit down at the table and he, and he says oh yeah I heard about this uh, heard about this Sinfleth coming into Marverileth uh, it's um, well, it kind of sucks, but uh, I don't really see how it's one hundred percent my problem, which is probably a good reason why you're here, I guess. True. Uh, we have reason to believe you might know where a Sinfleth horn could be. I yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm I might know I might know that sort of information. And he uh, kind of goes over to a shelf and he pops open like a, a thing of of ale and he's like, ale? Anyone? Just me? I know. Oh, you never tank it. Oh, oh, look at this edgy squad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, he, and, he, and he kind of pour, and as, he, as he's pouring, he, he, he says, uh, there's a, uh, there's a, what you might call a, uh, enthusiastic group down by the docks, and uh, they seem to have come in possession of something interesting. If you catch my drift, uh, they, they might be able to uh, point you in the right direction. He, uh, he finishes pouring his ale and, he, and he's about to like raise it to his lips and then he kind of looks at the three of you and he says Som- something weird is happening in the city and I, I mean that outside the normal kind of bounds of what counts as weird around here I've, I've had a bad feeling for the last two weeks and I, I just can't shake it and he, and he like this this cup is large he downs the whole thing in, in kind of one uh, in kind of one go uh, can I get all three of you to make perception checks, please. 
uh, Baharush seeing him down the tank at a one go sees it as almost a challenge and uh, attempts to down his as well yeah Hakim's <laughs> gonna try to do the same thing for 15 and he did and he, he because he drank it so fast he only rolled a 4 for his perception because he was a pack uh-huh. and a reason um Oh shit! Yeah, I only paid uh, rolled a one for my perception <laughs> as well. Got a nat twenty. Oh shit! Oh right, because you didn't drink it. <laughs> <laughs> I had a sip. Well, now funny, you should say that. So as you raise the cups to your lip, Arizu, you notice a foul, sour oh. odor coming off the ale as your other two friends just bang the shit back <laughs> and you immediately like you, because you rolled a natural 20 you immediately realize this stuff has been poisoned and poisoned real real hard with okay. like some very deadly stuff I'm gonna throw my jug in the face of what's this dude's name Morn Morn I'm gonna throw throw it all in the face of Morn and then as hard as I can just whack my two friends in the stomach or like punch them in the stomach in an effort to okay. get them to <laughs> make, it's a, the yeah. make a make a dexterity uh, no make a strength check because you're punching hard you know, yes. we got abs it's good that I have plus zero strength so. <laughs> <laughs> a wizard's natural cavity yeah. 16 16 uh, yeah alright okay so uh so the two of you uh, I'll get you to make constitution saving throws but you can make them with advantage because you're kind of like 22 for me I feel like the the punch to Hacken would be a little bit stronger than the one to um, (laughs) (laughs) to Baruch advantage okay sweet 20 20 okay and and as I'm punching them I'm screaming out it's poisoned he's poisoned the ale Uh, okay alright so so you, you yell that out yeah Okay, so uh, yeah, so the, so, the, so the two of you, you, you see um, uh, Arizu like throw the ale in Morn's in Morn's face, uh, and then like suddenly just punch you. Uh, and as he kind of does that, and you're downing this ale, it suddenly like it starts kind of burning you, and you just and throw up like a, a good chunk of it, and and you feel kind of like this. I aim <sighs> for him. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm considerably dig- lower than you, so I'm imagining a no, more no, of a no, projectile. No, no. I aim for, for the guy. Oh, the okay. guy. Okay, okay. more. Right. Uh, and um, to save yeah, your okay, life, so- motherfucker, you wanna bomb on it? Bomb on it. Uh, yeah, and so and, and like, but the the little bit of ale that is still left, it it, it goes down. It, oh my god, it burns! It feels so unpleasant, and you can kind of like feel like your your muscles are kind of like spasming, and and you can feel like shooting pains going up and down your arm. But you manage to kind of like shake, like shake it all off, um, uh, and you, and you don't kind of suffer any kind of particularly ill effects. Uh, and it is also at this moment that uh, that Morn suddenly like. You know, as the the ale hits him, the vomit happens. He suddenly jumps up and then suddenly goes uh, and keels keels over suddenly and gri- is gripping the table. Uh, and it is at this point that a rock is thrown through the window of the shop, and uh, there is some yelling and uh, sort of uh, screaming outside. And uh, who, uh, Mister Mister Baruch, mm-hmm. uh, make a perception check, please. Oh man. I can't see anything. I rolled a 10. Oh, that's right. one. 11. Uh, <laughs> there you go. 11. Oh, well, that's the magic <laughs> number. 
Uh, yeah, okay, so you, so you, you suddenly turn around and, and look, uh, noticing this uh, this rock smashing through the window, and you see there's actually, like, there's, like, five guys outside, uh, and uh, two of them start sort of, like, cr- crawling through this, like, broken window, completely heedless of, uh, of any of this glass, uh, and Morn suddenly uh, looks up, uh, and there's, like, a like a bit of blood coming out of the side of his mouth uh, and his his nose is bleeding as well and he uh, <coughs> uh, worshippers of <coughs> Esgaral they <coughs> they're the ones who probably have the horn <coughs> and he and he then uh, collapses gasping to the ground uh, as uh, these Asgaral, uh cultists uh, come into uh, into Morn's bread uh, the shop uh, so so we did, we did take that as to mean like Morn didn't poison the shit. Mm. Yeah, I think right? we were all poisoned. <laughs> yeah, I mean he could have like taken the L on that one. Like he, he still could have done it. Well, he's he's with us. Like why would he do that? I don't know. Maybe, it's, maybe gosh, bad. not everyone's that maybe, itchy, man. Maybe there's depth to the character. I don't know. <laughs> you think there's more below the surface? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> but yes. Um, okay, so I I, I, won't, I won't get you to roll, I won't get you to roll for uh, initiative. We'll, we'll just do kind of like a quick little like sort of, sort of skill challenge here. So you got you got two guys coming through uh, coming through the front of the shop, uh, and as you kind of notice those guys, uh, 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 like a skylight kind of thing is broken on the ceiling, and there's another three guys up there, uh, and they are just wild and out ready to go they're obviously hopped up on something they have uh like blood like painted all around and all over their bodies and they have uh links of chain piercing into their flesh and kind of like hanging off them like off their off their chest and off their arms Jesus and yeah, like, but yeah i mean yeah like they're 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 they're, they're worshiping the god of slaughter so you know they kind of they're kind of like edgy as edgy comes, you know, you know what I mean. Uh, so what? But I mean, more edgy than us, possible. Um, yeah. So so what? So what do you guys? Uh, what do you guys do to to to, to take these fools out? Uh, okay, but Harush kind of shakes off the poison and goes, <coughs> Reese the stairs, Hagar, check on Morn, and he's gonna sort of leap in front of everybody else and uh, try and kick the two are they like all inside the two guys you said they came with are they inside fully inside or are they like in the doorway yeah they're they're they're, they're inside they're they're like they're coming they're coming for you okay well he's gonna try i don't know if it's like a skill challenge or whatever but he's gonna try to do a sweep attack to take them both out all right i got a 19 all right you got a 19 yeah okay so describe your success to me uh he just sweeps it across both of their heads and they go flying sweet you cut their heads off completely well, he sharpens well, his sword quite a lot. <laughs> he doesn't have many hobbies. <laughs> uh, there, are another, there are another three guys uh, pouring in through the uh, through the top of the ceiling, hooting and hollering and, and just really screaming up a fuss. Okay, so uh, Arizu kind of looks at um, Hakim and, and he says, can't you talk to the dead guy or something? And then I says, I'll get the guys on the roof. Um, Is he dead? Shit. Yeah, Hakim's like, who says he's dead? You mean like dying <laughs> um, or... I don't know. He's dying, he's not uh, dead. okay. Uh, so, I thought so he was Hakim, dead. You, well done, Mr. Baharush. You assigned the guy with literally no healing abilities <laughs> to, to help <laughs> the Neither guy. of us do. Um, I didn't think so. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, Hakim's just going to pull like a... Don't have to uh, listen to me. <laughs> As we know, we're what, not the best team. I, I, 
a canteen from um, from his side, um, and uh, and he's gonna look down at the guy and say, "Sorry, all out of fresh." And he pops it, and the distinct smell of seawater comes out of the uh, the canteen, and just grabs like full fingers in the mouth, grabs uh, his bottom jaw, yanks it open, and just is gonna pour it down his gullet. Well, that's a good way to induce. Oh, yeah, wow, gross. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, roll, roll a d20. Shit, too. <laughs> <laughs> you missed the mouth entirely. <laughs> yeah, it all just like goes into his ears. Um, no, so yeah, you, you managed to... You, you that was your that flask seat. of poison. <laughs> <laughs> just a flask of pee. Um, no. uh, yeah, so... You, <clears throat> You pour the salt water into Morn's mouth, uh, but he does not have the same constitution as you guys. Unfortunately, he is—he he is an elf. You know, he does have a resistance to poison, but this was some nasty, nasty stuff. Uh, and the addition of salt water does not assist him at all. And uh, Morn basically slips further into death, and he is now very pale, very, very bad off. Um. So Rizu. <clears throat> so there's three guys about me, right? Yeah, yeah, and, and, I mean, uh, let, let's let's say, but let's say by this point that like one of them has come into the room, and the other two are kind of like about to come into the room as well. Are they like on the ceiling or? Yeah, it's, it's sort of like a skylight kind of situation. Okay, cool. You know, so like the one, the two that are still on the skylight, then I'm focusing on. Um, yeah, I'm gonna cast erupting earth, and then you love that spell. Oh yeah, it's so creative. Um, He's like an earth bender, isn't he? Yeah, I forget. Much. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, so yeah. do I have to roll for anything, or are you just gonna say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just okay. roll, just roll a d. Okay. Roll a d ten. Okay, sixteen. Sixteen. All right. Yeah. So, um, you 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 cast the spell, and then what happens? So, Arizu kind of stomps on the ground, and then this pile of um, rocks just kind of lift up, and then he waves his his cloak around, and instead of forming into two helicopters they form into these sharp um, wings that go behind his back and then he jumps up and shoots the rocks um, <laughs> so he flies up there with the rocks and um, kind of hits them like that that's what I'm picturing here since anything is possible right uh, uh, yeah how why not why yeah why not why 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 not have a I only whip? brought a sword to this fight damn yeah. <laughs> I mean to be fair though you killed two guys immediately um yeah so I mean you 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 hit these guys with the rocks and their their heads are just immediately crushed cool. um and, and I'm just uh, and, shooting past them because that would be cool yeah obviously <laughs> um all right so um hack them you're, you're really kind of what we've got left going what else is what's in the shop uh anything that you would use to make bread anything to make bread yeah at the very least if there's something else that you want uh, we can negotiate gotta use the yeast <laughs> um okay mm-hmm. okay I've had a thought okay <laughs> I might kill him okay yeah. he's not in a good shape anyway oh fuck does like, do, does nobody here have healing powers I do but it's not like healing healing <laughs> it's just like yelling at someone to not be such a pussy <laughs> and then get help Will you let me you let me modify my spell slightly? I mean if it's gonna be cool, yeah. <laughs> okay. How edgy is it? So here's what um here's what <laughs> here's what Hackham's gonna do. Okay. Um uh he's gonna cast uh blight 
on uh, on more. Um, the description reads: Necromantic energy washes over your uh, your choice, draining moisture and vitality from it. That seems like the opposite of what you want to do. <laughs> he's going to cast blight on him, but instead of like trying to pull the life out, he's just going to try pull the the moisture out of him. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Just like basically like, like rip the poison through his his sweat and, and that sort of thing. Jesus, um, all right. Yeah, so he's he's trying to do as little damage to him as possible while okay. just drying the fuck out of him. Like a waterbender. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, that's... <laughs> okay, I I, I'll, I will let you make an arcana check. Like if you have any kind of bonus to add to that, and no, actually, oh, yeah, would, they'll be comfortable within fifteen. Okay. All right, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, so, I mean, you managed to perform this incredibly complex uh, magical maneuver. Um, But as you were doing that, uh, one of the cultists, uh, he's got a big fistful of spiky, sharp chains that are, like, you know, stabbing him and drawing more blood. And and he's, you know, he he basically runs up behind you and just, like, screams, you know, for the god of slaughter! And he uh, punches you square, like, in the back. Uh, and you're gonna take a, a, a solid like 14 damage from uh, from from that from that hit, uh, Mr. Baharush. Uh, Mr. Baharush is gonna say, "Oh no, you don't!" and uh, and uh, just run him through the back. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, sweet. You do so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. So I mean, uh, all the uh, all the cultists are dead. Morn is somehow alive. Uh, what do you, uh, what do you do? Good job, Hagar. What, what's next, Hagar? <laughs> Sorry, um, uh, this is such a long spell list. Uh, I keep, keep looking at it. See what I can actually do. Um, I don't know, do we, like, take this guy with us, or what? Maybe send him back to the temple? Fine by me. And he uh, takes his cloak off and just like chucks him through the through it <laughs> put, puts it back on. Before before you do that, uh, Morn opens his eyes and uh, like grips the front of your uh, uh, like. Gri- is is um is is Hakim wearing like armor or just like a robe kind of thing? No, like essentially sailor's gear. So okay, um, sorry. yeah, sorry, like so, a, so that loose pants, he, loose shirt, cloak. He, he he grips the he grips the front of your shirt uh, and he says, "Don't you dare send me back to that goddamn temple." It was not my idea, and he just puts his cloak back on. Uh, and he, he uh, he's, he's looking a little worse for wear, uh, but he, he nevertheless kind of struggles to his feet, and he uh, sort of coughs a, a whole bunch in his hands, like got some blood on it, and uh, and he says, uh, "Look, don't don't worry about me. It's not the first time I've been poisoned. Probably won't be the last." Those cultists, they have a they have a place down on the docks. The city hasn't done anything about it because you know bribes, corruption, whatever. Blah blah blah. You don't care. So you didn't poison the ale. Fucking poison my own goddamn ale. Why? Why would I do that? Why? It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. I thought you might be a bit more layered, but <laughs> seriously, I, I'm, 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 I'm a, I'm I'm a baker. I thought you were <laughs> interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. All the character development was used up in the previous episode. And he continues, and he and he says they've they've got a they've got a little hideout down in the docks. If you go down there, you can probably you can probably stop all this before it gets any worse. Before I get poisoned again. Or Thank you for this. Yeah, no worries. Just, just, you know what? Do me a favor. Never come back here. You got it. Give us some bread for the road. Oh, God. <laughs> Seriously, fuck off. 
You should be thanking us, mate. Uh, but Harouche sort of ushers, saved your life. ushers the other two out of the, <laughs> out of the <laughs> what, store. What are you doing? No, we're not done here. Come on, Reese, let's go. <laughs> the scene fades. <laughs> Uh, so you, you follow the directions of Morn uh, to a uh, rather suspicious-looking warehouse uh, at the uh, at the down at the docks in a, in a very mis- misused or, or you know uh, yeah misused portion of the uh, of the docks. And you arrive at this warehouse and you can faintly see like a sort of candle light sort of coming from the inside, uh, and you hear a chanting, a low sort of humming chanting. What do you do? Is there a, like a roof? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a you know a, when I, when I when I say there's like a, a warehouse kind of thing, like it, it's 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 a warehouse, like a you know a big square building with a roof kind of thing, and some big right. some big doors at the front. I'm going to try climb up on the roo- uh, the roof. Is that a, a hard task? Because I will cast a spell if it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, it would, it would probably be kind of a hard uh, a hard task. You know, there's not like a, a like a ladder or anything, so uh, you, you can cast a spell. Right. Well, how ha- can he, he fits in here and he's just going to kind of like stroll down uh, to like near where the warehouse is um, and then his hands sort of like gl- glow black if that's even possible um, uh, sure. and he's going to cast spider climb Ooh. and just like Ooh. really creepily like ring girl shit like bam, 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 up the side of the, the wall mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm assuming there's like a window or something up the top. Uh, high or low for favorable result? Uh, let's go high. Uh, yep, yep. That, so, yep. There's there's like a uh, similar to similar to Morn's bread. There's like a, a skylight kind of thing, uh, or, or a couple skylights. Let, let's say like spread out along the roof here. So, yeah, you, you could you could probably find like a, a vantage point or an entry at some some point on this roof. Right, um, well, he's going to fast speech back to the other two. I can see them. Who is it? Cultists? Inside, you see uh, sort of a, a gathering of cultists, you know, the same kind of like blood smears and uh, like some dirty robes and chains and things like that. And they're all kind of like chanting and humming very low. But at the end of the church or whatever warehouse thing uh, is a uh, is a uh, is a. Uh, is a kind of head priest looking man you know he has like a, a, a more he has more chains than anyone else that let's say uh and uh and he is currently passing over a, a small wooden box uh to uh to a tall man dressed in in black robes uh, this this guy seems really really quite out of place here and uh and he takes uh he takes the box from this uh from this from this head cultist uh, and then he reaches into his robe and he produces a large ivory horn uh, and uh, and he and he passes it or rather he is about to pass it to this head cultist when suddenly the man in black robes he turns his head perfectly and makes direct eye contact with you Ooh. and when you look at him you see an elf but there's something wrong with the elf his skin doesn't seem to fit properly it's almost like it's been put on his face incorrectly and he looks you right in the eye 
and then he takes the horn back from the cultist and without taking his eyes off you draws a sword and cuts the head cultist's head off before he can even object he then draws another sword which bursts into flame and he sets the warehouse on fire you then see this man in the black robes uh, run towards the back half of the warehouse and you see him much in the same way that you did climb up to the roof and hop out another one of the skylights and you now see him at the end of the warehouse oh yeah I'm gonna enjoy this uh, so this time I will get all of you to roll for initiative and we'll do a quick skill challenge to try and chase this guy down oh. 3 21 12 do you add shit to that Nick <laughs> no what, I sh- what should I be adding the initiative initiative, initiative. oh great 5 Oh wow, <laughs> uh, Mr. Baharush, you are you are up first. So obviously um, this thing is caught on fire. Did we did um, did Hackham tell us about like what he saw at all? Or? Uh, yeah, I, I mean that, that's a fair assumption to make. And we're okay. just outside the building. Yeah, so you're you're I, you're you're in in my mind you're outside the building, kind of like a little bit ways back from it. And Hackham uh, has climbed up the side of it and is now on the roof and he has communicated to you that this man in the black robes is at the end of the warehouse on the roof with the horn that you want to get I'm gonna go Reese, cut him off on the left side and uh, he's gonna run around the right side and try to get underneath him like in the building like on the floor level of the building and like keep an eye on where he is okay sure follow um, him that like- way like what? What kind? What kind of skill you can use for like a like an athletics? I'm gonna say dexterity to get up to him quickly because he's obviously on the roof already about the end of the side. I'm just gonna oh, use so the you're actually gonna try and get up the side of the building. No, no, just follow him on the floor and try to keep the other guys in the loop about what's happening. If okay, I can. Uh, I'm gonna say make a perception check, like to try and track him as he runs away. <laughs> I rolled a one, so <laughs> wasn't the best idea anyway. <laughs> Okay, so as you as you're running along, a piece of the like the burning warehouse like sort of like starts like tumbling down. Like you you lose uh, you lose your sight of him, uh, and as as he kind of gets away, you're like he's got oh shit, uh, and you totally fuck it up. Uh, and then you hear uh, you hear him kind of like blowing on like a horn, and then you hear this horrible, just wrong, wrong in so many levels roar kind of echo out, and it just. Ugh, puts your skin on edge. Um, am I getting undead vibes from this thing? Are you getting undead vibes from it? Um, eh, not really, no. Not not particularly strong. The guy with his face put on? Yeah, no. Oh, okay. Really. Okay. Just a normal guy wearing someone else's face. <laughs> Obviously. Oh, Greg, again. Um, well, he's just going to pop off, uh, pop off a few Eldritch Blasts like mm-hmm. at his feet is going to try to take out the roof under uh, underneath him okay sure 18 18 all right yeah so uh that that, that is a success uh describe your success Hackham's like smiling but it's it's not a it's not a friendly smile um and with with left right left he's just gonna throw like three quick bolts like one slightly to his left one slightly to his right and then one like directly in the middle um, and it, like, each one just carves out like chunks of this roof uh, until there's basically nothing underneath them. Okay, sweet. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on that, and then I'm gonna say, 
So you do that, and then he he's trying to jump like from the warehouse to another building, but because you've destabilized everything around him so much, he like slips on like all like the loose tiling, uh, and you you see him kind of like fall like to a lower level, and he crashes onto kind of like a, a little like outcropped uh, like balcony kind of thing, and he's and he's trying to like pick himself up and and, and gather himself up. Uh, and we will go to Arizu. Okay, so I'm gonna go to the outside of on the outside of the building the left hand side and just kind of run as fast as i can um trying to to follow where the action is happening with my eyes and then as if i i mean can i see them am i too far away or um i mean based on based on like how far away where you are like sort of like the you know the angle you can probably like just see um hakim and then you could probably see mr baharush uh, going around but the other guy that that you're chasing has now jumped and proceeded like lower than the roof of the the warehouse so you probably can't see him anymore um okay i'm gonna cast phantom steed or cast i get a horse oh shit (laughs) what's his name yeah what's his name um i haven't thought of that yet does it have to be a horse can it be no it just says uh a large quasi-real horse-like creature appears horse-like, on the ground. Uh, I mean, you get a bit flippant with that, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Make make a like. Ah, oh, God. I mean, so okay. So so, let's just say that you summon this horse. Okay. What do you want to do with it? What do you want to do with it? I'm gonna ride this horse. I'm gonna do a, another wall climb up the wall. Um, with a horse. With a yep. horse. The horse. Okay. It's causing okay. you know. It's no, got. It's got human hair. <laughs> if you want the horse to climb up the wall, how? <laughs> Give it climbable limbs. You could do any, that. It could be a horse like um, hill. Not hills. Are there any you know other smaller buildings that that I can jump on in order to you know gain a higher ground or? Yeah, I mean it's it's a, it's a dock. There's probably like piles of crates or something that yeah, you could yeah. that you can jump on. So I'll, can, yeah. I I want to jump on some crates and then try and get on the same level as um um what are they named? Hakam and the cultists, and then I want to pick up Hakam if I can catch up. Like I I would assume the, the horse is faster than oh know, yeah yeah of course it's a so horse you know obviously kind of like grab him and pick him up to okay chase uh. In that case, I'll get you to make a like a dexterity kind of based sort of thing to like grab him because I know that dexterity is obviously a very good uh, a very good skill of yours. <laughs> I'm gonna try and assist with that. Nope, no, never mind. Okay. <laughs> That's twenty one. Twenty one. All oh, right. Yeah. No, I mean, easy peasy. You jump, 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 jump. Horse on the roof, grab Mr. Bahar, uh, not Mr. Baharush, hack him, and you are pursuing hot on the heels of this guy who has, at this point, managed to kind of uh, recover and, and sort of shake himself out of this. Uh, and then uh, and we see Mr. Baharush, you've managed to make your way uh, around the, the uh, piece of flaming debris, and, uh, and you see this guy kind of picking himself up, and then you, you can kind of see on the roof uh, Hakim and uh, Arizu on a horse. Uh, or like creature. Do? <laughs> yeah. What are you? What are you? What are you going to do to to bring it all home for us? So I'm still I'm still miles away from this guy. Uh, no, you're not. You're not really miles away from this guy. You could probably like run and catch up to him, but you are on the ground. Okay. Uh, I'll try run up like from the side, maybe the shadows, and 
try to do a disarming strike and see if I can make him drop the horn. Uh, okay, sure, 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 sure. Um, make up, make like an acrobatics because you, you have to like get from the ground to like where he is, kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> oh no! Uh, do I get anything plus to that? Uh, acrobatics would be like dexterity or strength, I think. Oh, okay, it's not actually that bad. Oh, if, uh, I don't know, fourteen. Fourteen. I'll say it's good enough. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you, so you managed to bound up there, and the the four of you are kind of assembled, uh, like on this like kind of roof area, uh, and in front of you is the uh, the the robed figure who uh, who you saw previously in the uh, in the warehouse doing the little uh, the exchange with the cultists, uh, and he, he's he's sort of he's the been... man in black. I have the high ground. Is that what you say? <laughs> yes. Nice. Okay. Cool. Uh, he, he 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 turns around. Uh, Jewel of Fates he... plays in the background. Bip, 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 bip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he he uh, he he turns around uh, and he uh, he he has this uh, this this the the sinflath horn in one hand, uh, and you see his his hand kind of go to his chest pocket and sort of check that the the box that he received uh, is still in there, uh, and he kind of looks over the three of you, and he says. Oh, it's good to see that the dogs of Vichma have shown up tonight. Have you run out of boots to lick, perhaps? Woof, give me the horn. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Very, very, very cute. Very, very cute. Of course, I suppose it doesn't really matter what you do now. I, I have what I came for. And he looks at the horn and he tosses it over to you. Well, I catch it. I'm going to catch it. No, oh, I'm oh, catching it. I catch it. <laughs> we all catch it. <laughs> we all die for it. It just collapses in a heap. We okay. all miss. Falls Ray, on the ground. All, all roll 20s. Pieces. Whoever rolls highest catches. All right. 11. Four. <sighs> 10. Mine was Damn actually a faint. I pretended to catch so it. So horny. <laughs> yeah. I thought pretended about it, to but catch it, but instead <laughs> ran towards the man in black. Oh, Ooh, okay. Uh, make a deception roll. Oh, what do I add to that? Step them out, step them out. Doesn't matter. I rolled a two, doesn't matter. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, so and you, you ran you, off the roof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you, you run towards him, but he, he easily sees through that. And he, and he, you like, do the get of, out run, and you like run straight at him and then just bear <laughs> off the roof. <laughs> he, like, he, side, he sidesteps and, and, and trips you over. Uh, and he says, oh, you seem to be, seem to be quite keen. A little too keen, perhaps. And then he looks at the he looks at you, Hakim, and uh, and Arizu, and he kind of surveys you, seem, seeming to kind of have like a, a new not respect, but he's just kind of reevaluating you. And he and he says, and he holds up one hand and he says, just just before you uh, just before you kill me or or whatever it is that you plan to do to this thing, I have one question for you. Do do you mind if I ask you? Do you mind if I ask you a question? Ask your question. What did Lirin Wall say before he died? My name is Lirin Wall! <laughs> <laughs> he said, fuck thee, and uh, Kobus is going to try and attack him with a sword. Say fuck thee. Yeah, I did. Okay, alright, alright. Uh, yeah, okay, right, yeah, let me roll it, right, make an attack roll, I guess. Come on, better than a two. Alright, I got my wish. It's a six, which means I got a 16 in total. Do you have a plus 10 to your attack rolls? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I Whoa, do. Whoa, damn. So sixteen. There you go. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sure. So you, uh, you, you, so you, so you run, you run forward, and you, uh, and you, you slice him with your sword, and you slice him 
surprisingly well. Uh, and uh, yeah, so uh, but uh, as so as you're attacking him, you uh, you hear this uh, horrific roar that you've uh, heard before echo out over the rooftops. And as you slice upwards into his body, like just cleaving it, it's completely in half with like no effort whatsoever. Uh, he looks at you and he says, oh, "You might want to save those for later," as you finish slicing him in half and uh and the two halves kind of like look at each other like the eyes point inwards and he goes oh, <laughs> another one wasted and uh, the light kind of goes out of the eyes and the this body for want of a better word uh sort of shrivels and collapses in on itself uh and these t- these two kind of empty flesh husks just fall limp to the ground and begin to kind of disintegrate dissolve blow away in the wind and as you hear this horrific roar echo out once more it breaks through the the silence of the of the night that it just uh, there's something about it that it just does not feel right coming over the edge of the uh, the edge of the roof uh, this horrifying like seven eight foot tall red-skinned creature covered in bony protrusions only bearing one horn and one broken off uh, one broken off horn and it sees you and it notices the horn even though its eyes are covered with bone and bone plates and it draws from its own body two long sharp looking bone daggers and it does that horrible roar once more And that's what we're going to call it this week. <laughs> Noise. Sick, mate. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, this this week's episode of Crits and Giggles. Uh, if you have any questions about tonight's show, uh, you can find us on Twitter. We're at for CNG Podcast. I am at Mr. K underscore Bennett. And of course, we're also on Facebook uh, under for Crits and Giggles. And of course, you can also find us on iTunes where you can leave us a five-star rating and review. Uh, it is 100% the best way to help out any podcast and we sincerely appreciate all your reviews like this one from flix x-raid in canada who say the show is great i love the characters and the world building the style of dming really works with the characters and does not make the story seem forced the show really inspires a critical level of giggles which is dangerous while listening with headphones at work highly recommend this show don't listen to podcasts at work do your job Nah, do it. Nah, do it. Listen to I, I would totally listen to podcasts if I could. But my job's fine. Uh, yeah, so that is unfortunately all the time that we have for this week. We all have to go to bed because it's very late here. Uh, and until next time, stay safe. And I know your dentist harps on about it, but flossing really does help your teeth out quite a lot. <laughs> and may all your hits be crits. Was that clapping? Like, was it acceptable to you uh, this time? Is, is that right? That was significantly better, Karen. <laughs> I, I strive to do better. Oh, okay. I was going to try freestyle. There, bitch. <laughs> oh man, I was waiting. You for shouldn't that. have stopped him, mate. Eh? That was going to be amazing. Fuck it, I'm going to go one, one take. One take. If I can pull it off, we'll do it. If not, we won't. Okay. All right. All right. I'm so excited. But can uh, you tell me what happened last week? I can. After returning from a very successful mission, the team uh, split up and went went about. No, I can't do it. Anyway, <laughs> <just move on. laughs> you failed uh, as a man. Hey, the pressure you know is on. 
I'm I'm holding up a three right now. I'm holding up a three. I thought yeah. that was a pretty good effort. You know, you really you, you committed you started to it. Off you solidly. Further than I would have. I so feel like if if I had just run with that first one, I could have done it. Yeah, you could have. But now I know, yeah. now I know there's an out. So. Uh, all right. So with a with a mighty thwipple, thw- thw- however it is that you, we're meant write- to be the, like the evil Avengers, and we're on some like chitty chitty bang bang shit. What is this? <laughs> Have you never listened to this podcast? This okay. is like this is exactly in the spirit of this podcast. There is a horrifying murder monster in this in like a crime city, and these like badass fucking like- Mary Poppins our way down. <laughs> yeah. To yeah, like, come on, like, this is, like, this is the aesthetic of this podcast. Yeah. Keep okay. alive, keep breezy. <laughs> hey, there's still a Gillen's, um, cloak, which... Still, yeah, you know, Gillen's cloak is still available. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that everyone in the storyline just, like, ate gravel before they decided to <laughs> Oh, like yeah, it. of course, of course. Do you ever get that feeling that you walk into a room and then you think, why am I here? Have you ever noticed that that feeling has been going on for quite some time now, that you can't remember something incredibly important? That is the Ballad of the Seven Dice. For years now, it's been continuously wiped from your mind in an effort to destroy the connection to the Far Realm, but you should not forget these heroes, these people who risked their lives to save you and all of existence. Join us at BalladToTheSevenDice.com to continue to spread this word and fight against the gods Eurasia. Our theme song, A Tavern for the Night, is by Peter Crowley at petercrowley.bandcamp.com. The songs Orc Warriors, Tale of the Firebird, and Norse Battle Music, Sigurd, are by Derek and Brandon Feature at dbfeature.bandcamp.com. The songs Death March, Demented Nightmare, Predator or Prey, and Ultimate Evil are by Darren Curtis at darrencurtismusic.com. The songs The Roads to Corain to a Fail and Divide and Conquer are by Soundhammer. The tracks Dark and Stormy, Traversing the Subterra are both by Tabletop Audio at tabletopaudio.com. The sound effect Helicopter underscore Passage 28 Seconds is by freesound.org user Lorenzo Sue. Glass underscore window underscore drop underscore slices underscore on underscore floor underscore o one is by freesound.org user The Soundcatcher. The sound effect Tibetan Buddhism is by freesound.org user DJ Griffin. The sound effect Savage Beast Tale Swipes Cloth is by Olivier Girardeau from BattleBards.com. The sound effect Arrow Let Loose is by Phil Archer from BattleBards.com. The sound effect Animal Tale Slaps Cloth is by Pablo Batancourt from BattleBards.com. The sound effect Mind Stun Sigh is by Daniel Galante from BattleBards.com.
just starts to eat cat food while crying. <laughs>